Welcome to Chipper T's Buds Podcast, home of building unique desires. As a kid, I always wanted several different cars, man. I mean, from custom, low rider, donk, stock, hot rods, slabs, street riders. Hey, I just always been intrigued in the cars, man. As I began building my first 124th scale model car at age 11, my passion for the hobby grew tremendously. With 11 years of consistent building, trial and error, bad trades, good trades, natural talent, and learned talent, I've been able to establish my own style and learn from all that. Growth is vital to anything you do in life, and you can't be scared to think different, build different, and approach a model car with a great mindset. When you got the feeling to create, hey man, build something you desire that is unique to you. Welcome to the Buds Podcast, Building Unique Desires, starring Chipper T. Yo, Chipper T TV here, man. So look, so, so to conclude yesterday's episode, uh, which would be September 24th, um, we basically talked about my transition from building regular cars that I really just didn't care about to actually paying attention and applying the tips and the things and the, using the things and the knowledge of people that are giving me around me, uh, putting that stuff to use and making that transition into a show quality build. Um, that's what yesterday's episode was about. Let's get into these questions real quick. We're going to jump into these questions, answer these questions, and we're going to get with this episode, episode six. I'll see y'all in a second. Hey, Triple T, uh, TV, you know who it is, Bullet87, uh, coming in with a really, really important message. Uh, what is it where you start with a passion of a build, right? And then you lose that passion and go to another build just because you think it's going to be a lot easier or quicker. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that we get into a build and just enjoy everything about it, but then we switch over to another one? What is it that you think, that we think as builders, go through mentally uh, and start those processes of switching between builds and then forget one, finish another one, then go start a whole new one without actually completing something? Why do you think that is? Uh, yeah, hey. So listen, to answer Bullet87's question, why do we switch from build to build? Why do we start a great idea and then switch to another great idea? Me, personally, I can answer that and I can tell you off the rip, off the dribble, off the backboard that I just, what happens is, is I start a build and I'm determined to do it a certain way, right? And then I see something, I see something that I'm like, oh, you know what, I can do this. Or then I'm getting a challenge that like, oh, I should try to paint it, paint it like this. Or you know what? So I just start getting all these little different random ideas going, 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 going. And what happens is, is I don't give a full attention and personality. I don't bring it out all the way with that one vehicle. You know, so that's the reason I switch from build to build, idea from idea. Um, another reason, man, I don't think. I mean. Okay, me personally, I don't think there's a model builder that just bus opens one build and that's one build is it it's that's everything. I don't think there's a builder like that. I think there's builders who start multiple multiple builds and they can keep up a consistency and, and a persistence of 
building and completing the cars within a timely manner. So, for instance, there's some builders that probably start a, start four or five kits in in a, on a Monday and can get those four or five cars done the the following Monday or two weeks from now. You know what I'm saying? So, and they're detailed cars. You know, so. That's just what I think, you know, the, the idea is just get to going, man. You know, once you once you have a great idea for a car, you want to try your hands at it. Um, I think it comes down to just having a discipline, too, as well of saying, you know what? No, I'm going to focus on this one car. These ideas are going into this car. This is what I'm doing with this car. When it's over with, it's over with. We're not focusing on, on anything else, you know. And I can kind of apply that now because as an artist, as a music artist, I try to I have to identify I have to put aside um when I'm in music mode, I'm in artist mode, I'm in model car mode, I'm in podcast mode, uh I am in performance mode, I am in live mode. You know, I have to I have to channel those those different uh components and I have to really focus in on those because if I'm in artist mode, well if I'm in podcast mode and I'm thinking about music, it's just not going to collide. I'm not going to I'm not going to the podcast isn't gonna thrive to the full to the fullest. You know what I'm saying? So that's just what I'm looking at, and that's what I'm learning. Um, and all that just mixtures up into great ideas, just being everywhere. I mean, it all that all stems from one thing, of course. But those ideas just start going and going and going before you know it. You know, so you just have to have that discipline to lock in on one thing. Focus in on that one thing. Get it done. When it's done, you can move on to the next thing. Of course, have those ideas. Jot them down. Take notes. Whatever you want to do for the for that next project or that next idea. But I definitely think you uh, just have to channel that one specific project. Have the discipline to say, I'm going to let these ideas simmer for a while. I'm going to put in the time and effort on these ideas I have on this specific hit. And I'm going to get it done. You know what I'm saying? So... That's what that is. That was a great question from Bull87. I appreciate that, man. Um, tonight's episode, episode six. You guys have been rocking with me like cutoff stockings, and I appreciate it, guys. Um, let me look at my notes here, and we're going to just talk about my first model car show. As you see in the post, in the picture, um, on the flyer of the title of this, um, on Instagram, even if you've known me, if you followed me for a while, that's my first model car show, okay? Where I entered a car, I entered two cars, um, and yeah, didn't win anything or nothing like that. Well, a little ribbon participation award is had built, likes to say, <laughs> but yeah, that was that. Um, and so, man... I remember, here, I'm going to tell you guys the first show that I attended, but I didn't put anything into it, okay? We're going to take a commercial break, and we'll jump into it. This is Andres 3000, L-U-G-K, Model Car Club. You're now listening to Chippa TV, Home of the Buds, Building Unique Desires. Alrighty, man, so look, check it out. So this is like 2013, right? I'm living in Arlington. Arlington, Texas at the time. Uh, Arlington's not big on model car shows and stuff like that. Like, it, there's not flyers. There's not, you know, there's the Hobby Town USA. And, they, you know, they had little shows here and there and stuff like that. But there wasn't no, like, big convention for it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so, 
2013, 2014, I think this was the first year, second year that the IPMS, um, I, I think that's what it goes by, IPMS models, model ship war, it's like the vintage, it's like vintage war history, airplane, aircraft, um, you know, that type of, that type of model, model, uh, that type of model category, excuse me, and, um, Man, so my, my that was the first actual show. And going into this, this was at a local little park, um, but it was inside the Bob Duncan Center. And this is like a small little place where they did like little convention stuff. You know, like obviously they do the model cars, um, but they do like Boy Scouts events and catering and weddings and stuff like this, right? So it's kind of a big big situation but it's not a big hall auditorium you know what i'm saying um so you know i found out about it through the plastic society group i show up i'm like i got this i got this 86 el camino i have this 70 monte carlo i got a 65 impala um and i i think i had a i had an escalade truck i had an escalade truck it was white and blue blue and white and um, I remember not wanting to take those cars because I was like, I didn't take anything. You know, I thought about it. I, I just was like, no, um, I was hesitant. I didn't know who was going to be there. I didn't know if cars were going to be there. I didn't know. So I didn't take anything. And I rode my bike down there and um, because the, the place was literally like like seven minutes down the street from my, from my uh, apartment. So, boom. To ride my bike down there, and um, when I get there, I the I'm, I'm knowing familiar faces. I'm I'm seeing some familiar faces just through uh, Facebook and Lay Low Plastic Society group. I'm seeing some familiar faces, so I'm getting in. I pay my little fee to, to register. When you first walk in, it's model kits everywhere. I'm talking about from aircraft, cars, trucks, trains, planes, tanks, ships. I mean, top to bottom, there was kids everywhere. Um, and I mean, I was like shocked. And at the time, there was kids that right now in 2021, those kids are going for triple the price. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, nevertheless, I remember getting in there, man. And I remember paying my fee to get in, seeing some familiar faces. And I immediately like went. And migrated to where the cars were. There was a one little table section. <laughs> I think there was two tables of actual model cars. The other seven, I think there was twelve tables total. I don't, I don't quite remember. But the other, the rest of the tables were pretty much Warcraft material, dioramas, and you know military based. And I gotta tell you guys, I definitely want to try my hands at some of that stuff because the detail and the I respect that a a lot to the utmost. Um, because that that attention to detail and the time it takes to do the little figures and scoping and painting and holding the guns and putting the string on the ships and the jets and man, it's a whole different level, man. So I respect that and I definitely like to try my hands at that um at some point, but um. 
yeah, I migrated towards all the cars, man, and I remember seeing a couple of lowriders. Tingo's was out there. Um, he had all the cars lined up. Archer Rose, nineteen sixty three Impala, very famous car. Um, all of, uh, I'm talking about from the original Lay It Low page, the Lay It Low dot com. Uh, that sixty three Impala is on there. From the actual Facebook, from Google, um, YouTube. To Instagram, I mean, you could find that 63 Impala. That was my first time seeing it in person, and I went crazy like because that was my thing at the time. I wanted to build lowriders that worked, you know what I'm saying? That lifted up, three wheel hopped, you know, and it was clean, it had a clean setup and everything. But seeing that car in person was like shocking to me guys you know what i'm saying it was like a build that i was like a lowrider magazine you know if dedicated magazine was irrelevant in that time period like that was the front page car in its time period you know what i mean and this was like 2013 like i say so you have to imagine like the internet was still fresh lay it low was still fresh as far as the facebook page um and a lot of the, a lot of the internet model car world was still new and fresh so to see that was just like damn like this this is a moment i'm gonna remember and um it was great and then of course i just started hanging out with people meeting everybody um the first show not a lot of people showed up that i recognized but there were a few people there that i could talk to and like you know understand what the show was about and um, you know, just chop it up with it and be be a little bit more comfortable since I don't build Warcraft or anything like that. Um, and so the the following year, I went to the same show in 2014. I think I went every year until 2015. I think that was the last year I went and I had entered something. I got an award for I got an award. It was a hopper. That was the 20, that was 2014 though. 2015 I didn't win anything. Um, 2014 I won the I had a 70 Monte Carlo. It was baby blue, um, lifted up, and it hopped. That was it. Rear, rear lift and front hop. And those guys, I guess they've never seen a hopper. I guess they've never seen a low rider hopper at that type of show. So when I lifted up and I swung it, I gave it two, three licks. You know what I'm saying? And all the guys, that the judges that do Warcraft and all that, they came over and they were like, yo, that is really creative. Like, that's cool. And I'm like... I'm like, you know, I'm a kid, y'all, so I'm turned up. I'm turned up. <laughs> I'm turned up. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm doing a little something, something. This is, this is nothing special, you know. And, um, yeah, I got a little medal for that, for that car, man, and uh, I still got it. And um, that was just a good experience. 2015, I, like I said, that was the last year I went, so I didn't win anything after that. I bought a lot of great kits and a lot of great parts from there though because they always have great vendors at their at their uh at their show. I think that's a real big thing why the model car builders go to that show. Not just the aircraft builders, but the model car builders as well. Even though they may not enter anything into the show, they come out because they know the vendors are going to be good. So they're going to spend money. The vendors are going to have model kits and they're going to have plenty of the accessories and stuff like that. So it's always a good scene at that show. I don't know if it's still going on or not. I haven't been in a while, so um, I, I I don't know. But that was the that was the actual first show for me, guys. And um, like I said, the the the, the second year, the twenty fifteen, 
Um, I attended. I won an award. And then, um, what's the next show after that? I think it would be Pistons and Paint. Uh, that would be my... Well, there was there was plenty of Plastic Society meetings. If you guys don't know about the Plastic Society of DFW Facebook group page, check it out on Facebook. Um, this is a page that's been around for a while now. Maybe, maybe close to a decade now. And, um... I mean, it's just a great group of people locally here in Texas, Dallas-Fort Worth area specifically, that get together. You know, we have great meetings. We have barbecues sometimes. We have great shows. Um, and, and it's just a great conglomerate of people, um, if I got to say so myself, you know. So I think that in between time, we had plenty of shows you know, like gatherings and meetings at the Hobby Town, and they've they've had plenty of shows like that. But as far as like a real model show where there was over fifteen hundred cars, maybe you know something. Well, I'm not gonna say that much. I'm gonna say like a thousand. I'm not even gonna say that many. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that many because I think Pistons of Paint was a big turnout in 2016. Uh huh. Pistons of Paint. I'm looking at my notes in Pistons and Paint in 2016. That's an actual uh, car show. That's hot rods. That's street cars. That's just a variety of different cars. It's basically based on hot rods, though. One-one scale. And uh, these guys come out every November. They, they, they put their cars out. It's a great event, man. They have live bands, all that. And then there's a section for the models. And I think 2016 was the biggest turnout. But when I went that year... Um, I didn't win anything at that show. Actually, yes, I did. I'm sorry. I apologize. I won Outstanding Truck for my, uh, no, that's 2016. I'm, I'm moving too far ahead. That was like 2017, 2018 that I won that, that I won that award for my Jeep Honcho. Yes. Okay, so 2016, no, I didn't win anything. My Porsche 914 at the time wasn't built yet. But I did have a Porsche, uh, no, that was a Ferrari. A Ferrari's, I don't know what what it is. It's the Miami Vice edition, but it was pretty much already built. And a lot of the pieces and stuff were broken. So I just went and added a little detail here and there to it. Reassembled all the pieces, sanded down the body, clear-coated it again, and then um, just put it all back together. I mean, you guys seen a few pictures of it. It's on my Instagram. Um, but I put that car out and then that was like the last thing at the show, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then after that, 2017, I didn't go to any shows. 2018, I didn't go to any shows. 2019, that's when I finished out with NNL West because I had always told myself I'm going to California since middle school. Like I was telling myself, I was telling my friends, I was telling myself like, Teachers and everything. Like, I'm going to California. You know, I don't know how old I am. And um, I did it. So, 2019 came around. Took my first trip. NNL West. I expected NNL West because I was going to go in 2018. And that's when uh, Fab Kings, Jeffries, um, Armando Flores, Finest Creations. I mean, there was a lot of, there was a whole lot of people from Facebook going that year and it was like that's what I wanted to do that year but I didn't make it 
So 2019, I was like, yeah, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. I made it out there, and my expectations was, okay, this is going to be a show that they're going to judge. So I'm going to build a car that's going, even if it's one, two, three, four cars, I'm going to make sure these cars are clean, neat, complete builds, right? And I showed up with three cars. <laughs> I showed up with the 1963 Impala, the orange, um, the orange, the orange, and it's got like trick-or-treat Halloween theme <laughs> on the trunk and the hood. That car is actually sold. But um, yeah, that was the theme of it with the old school biscuits and mirrors and it had a table in it and all type of stuff. You guys see it, you see it, you know it, you know it. Check it out on Instagram, YouTube, yeah. And so that that car took me a year to build and you know the engraving, the the motor work, the trunk work, the hidden setup, the wireless front suspension, the three wheel, the ball joints, because it was my second time attempting to do ball joints and I got it correctly. On the A-arms and in the rear end. Um, so, boom, like, you know, doing that. The chrome, the the custom rear end, you know, the wheels from 3D scale prints. Like, a lot of detail and a lot of money went into that car um, as far as the overall finish. And then the second build was my 1966 Chevy um, Stepside. I'm sorry, it's not a side. That's a short bed. It's a short bed. Um, that was just a clean, simple build with, you know, motor detail, real nice and done up. The doors, the door, driver door open, uh, door jammed, you know, jammed correctly. And that's pretty much it. It was missing weather stripping. I know that. But other than that, that was that. And then I had the Ferrari. So those three went with me. And I expected, you know, for judges to be looking and judging and, but that wasn't the case, and I didn't build the theme of the year. <laughs> so, just to get the experience of meeting the people from Lay It Low Facebook and seeing their builds, was that's what really excited me and made me pretty much fall in love with this hobby even more, you know, because it just certified that there are people who share the same interests and the same creative mindset as me, you know? And I look at it, I look back at it now, taking the trip to 2019, NNL 2019, a lot of people recognize me from a few of the mistakes I made along the way throughout Facebook, internet, and, you know, the bad trades and trials. But a lot of people also notice me for the correctness, you know, and the way I presented myself, um... Online and in person, you know, so that was a really good experience. I love that time that first show for me anyway, I feel like that was my first show to see to see I don't know how many cars were there, man, like I was there all day. I went to go take a couple of breaks like outside and still had to go back and look and take video and like it was just so many cars, so that was like my first show and meeting all these different people from all over and stuff like that, different cities and different states, and it was just a great experience, man. You know, I can't forget about the shows that Dedicated Magazine hosts down here in Texas. Um, 
you know, it, it started it started in Autorama at the time. Dedicated magazine wasn't a, a, a thing. It definitely was a thought. It just wasn't a thing. And, um, you know, we were doing Autorama 2014, 2015, and 2016. And those shows um, were just like shows to come out and see the custom cars, to see what's in my city, to see the cars that, you know, which, what I could be inspired by. So I'm thankful for those shows locally, and they're never going to get uh, stale. They're never going to get old. I think we need more and more and more and more. I think we need to try to do something every every Sunday for Sunday Fun Day. I think we need to try to do something every month um, to get the model to get the model car community activated in the city. You know what I mean? Let's take a commercial break. We'll be right back with y'all. This is Skeleton from L-U-G-K. You guys listening to Cheapa TV podcast. Get your dose of good energy. Yeah, man. So listen, we right back at it like a bad habit. And to just sum, to sum up this episode, man, because I said I wasn't going to hold y'all too long because I got episode seven dropping tomorrow, which you guys will hear it September 26th. Okay. So anyhow. To conclude this episode, guys, my first model car show was a learning experience. Okay, no, it wasn't a learning experience. It was it was something that was inspiring. It let me know that these model cars are something positive that I should stick with. And I could come up and, and I don't have to always buy model cars online. <laughs> All right. And then um, the second show, man, just really, it taught me, it taught me that you have to familiarize yourself. You have to make sure that, you know, don't be afraid to ask the people that you see around the tables and are setting up. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, acknowledge, you know, acknowledge when someone is point out something specifically because I remember like there was times where I'd be listening or I'd be like talking to somebody and then they'll be describing what they're doing and I won't really like I won't be able to pinpoint exactly what they're saying because I won't I won't articulate to them exactly okay so what is this or what you know and so basically just being more vocal and being more open um, about questions or you know things that you want to tell people and ask about, and that this that's just me, guys. This this is what I've learned from my second show, you know. So just not being afraid to ask questions, um, accepting constructive criticism, um, learning to just mingle and uh, get familiar with everyone, getting cordial. Um, and then the third show, what the final like actual show for me that made me want to compete and and meet people and travel and you know have a certain level of a show quality build would be NNL West 2019 for me. And from that, I just took away, um, you know, because like I say, there's a theme award. There's no real category award. So what I took away from that is, you know. This is a whole group and a worldwide thing. There's people from 
every city almost, every state almost, traveling to this show to show off and to, um, you know, hang out, buy, buy parts, buy model kits, and just mingle and, and, and get real acquainted with with the model car world, the culture, the art, you know? Um, looking at it now, I didn't think about it. I didn't think about it at the time, but NNL West is a really great convention for just connecting. You know, it's kind of like the South by Southwest thing in Austin, Texas with the music, you know? You're not necessarily getting paid to show up or you're not necessarily headlining, but if you show up every year, People will start remembering your face. They'll start remembering your builds. They'll start remembering, you know, the type of person you are, the type of, you know. So, so, so these are things that you know I just learned from that show as I've gone in 2020 and in 2019 um, within those two years. So it's not just always about the trophies. It's you just gotta conglomerate with people. You gotta you gotta build those friendships. You have to build that trust, those foundations. Um and also, you know, you have to just support the cause. You know, we have vendors um like Iceman Collections, Showcase Hobbies, 3D Scale Prints, all these good companies out there on the on the West Coast um that they're doing a lot for the model car community. They're actually keeping it going and keeping it evolving simply because of the products that they're creating and being consistent with. So shout out to those companies. And and that's just a great thing, man. You know, so we're going to cut this to an end. I hope I concluded that correctly for you guys. I hope you guys understand my first experience um, at the first model show transitioning into... 2019 in the West, my bigger show, not really winning anything, but you know, just really observing and learning. Um, and yeah, I guess I could go a little bit more in depth about my competitive show, <laughs> but I think I'll make that a part two for you guys later here down the line and uh, give you my real thoughts on competition building, if that makes any sense. So, you guys stay tuned for episode 7. I hope you guys are enjoying so far, man. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the Buds Podcast with Chippa TV. Peace.